Yo, yo, what is going on, sports fans? Welcome in and back to the Buds and Sports channel. Wild card weekend wrapped up. Super wild card weekend. I heard you. I heard you assisting the ass the whole time. I know you wanted to do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The super wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. Um, a lot of good games, a lot of crazy games, uh, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to talk about about these next round of games. So we're going to hop right into it. As always, we are your host. That is Mr. Francis. Yo, what's good, everybody? How's it going? He is Spuddy McGee. Yo, what's going on, everyone? What's up? How's it going? How we hanging? What's good, y'all? And I am Lightning Wedge, Dougie, a.k.a. I guess Dak can stay for now, you know. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, wildcard weekend. A lot of good games, a lot of things to discuss, so we're going to hop right into it. We're going to start off with the first game of the weekend, which Mm -hmm. was the Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, 49ers looked a little sketch first half. Seahawks went up at halftime, but after halftime, Niners kicked it in the gear and routed them 41 to 23. Yes, sir. It did, it did take a while. Um, it, it took until the beginning to of the fourth. It, it took be, in the beginning of the fourth, really, to really put the game away. Yeah, uh, our defense just had to make some plays. We weren't getting plays from our defense in the, in the second quarter, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brock Purdy also needed a few uh, sets to to settle in that first drive. He, you, you could tell, he was a little, a little nervous, a little rookie nerves, first playoff game, mm-hmm. but. Uh, as soon as soon as he settled in, he he started making all the throws that he needed to make. So, um, I don't know what. Before I get into Brock Purdy, what do you, what is your guys's honest opinion on Brock Purdy so far? Uh, I think he's on a really good team, so it helps him look really good. But at the same time, I've seen him several times make big plays that basically say okay the team's really good so it's gonna make you look good regardless but you don't you're not like it's not a baker mayfield situation where the team's so good it makes you look good like no you're actually good you know um right i i think both things can be true how good is he for sure um we'll find out this playoffs um because he's either gonna have it's going to have a Dallas matchup against pretty solid defense. And then if that's a W for him, he's most likely going to be going up against the Eagles defense, which is another really good defense and a high-scoring offense. Well, Dallas also has a high-scoring offense. So, you know, Purdy guys his work cut out for him these next couple of games. So we'll truly, you know, see what Purdy's really made of now that yeah. those uh, playoff jitters are sh- shaking off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think I think that's what everyone wants to see. What what about you, Spuddy? Um yeah, I mean from from this point on, everyone has at least a solid defense cuz 
you know, like you said, Dallas has a solid defense. Eagles have a solid defense. Even the Giants have a solid defense. Yeah, even the Giants. Have yeah, they, they, got, they, got, they, got, they got a nice pass rush. So, you know, if they pull it off, not not an easy defense to go against. Um, Brock Purdy, um, I'm not saying he had a terrible game. He did start slow, but you need him to be in some type of adversity. And I guess having a slow start adds to that, but him still staying composed and still um, playing all four quarters. So that that's what you kind of need. Um, it's like you mentioned many times before, Francis. This offense was meant to be good no matter what QB you, you put in. And right. so so far that's the case, but he the thing that Brock Purdy does better than um what we've seen from other quarterbacks on the Niners is he's able to make those um risk taking throws. Those those right. those dimes, right. those dimes that we would like to like to see. You know? Yeah. Pushing the ball downfield. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. So, you know, you got you got someone like that that um you know is able to make those throws i'm that's a win right there now when now to put yourself in on on a, a greater status is you see the rush you see the pressure coming coming through and you just stick there and make those throws while you're getting hit so um Against these next defense, I'm pretty sure he's going to get hit a lot, and we'll see if he makes mm-hmm. those throws, you know? And we'll, yeah, the, um, the assessment just gets harder from here on out. And no matter what, I think Purdy got himself a starting job next year. But we'll see how 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 his, um, I guess, his skill set gets measured from here on out. Yeah, yeah like. Once, once there's film on him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he it, it kind of goes into your favor as a rookie quarterback or someone that doesn't have a lot of film on you. You know, right. uh, you, you have the element of surprise. But once everyone knows your tendencies, your ways, what you like to look, that's mm-hmm. how do I evolve from there? How do I elevate right. my game? How do I basically show my cards yet still outplay them? Right, and the elite ones are able to do that. Mm-hmm. Time in, time out. Basically say, you know right. what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to look for. You, you yeah. can't stop me, though. You, yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of yeah. get how he is from, from the rest of the playoffs and then on to the next season. Because I honestly think that's the start of next year. I, there, there's no chance. There shouldn't be – there really shouldn't be any questions. Jimmy walks – Trey Lance situation. I don't know. I, I I like Purdy right now because he just he fits the bill of what this offense is. Yeah, it mm. it just makes too much sense because Purdy <clears throat> has had the more experience. He has done everything that you could possibly ask from a rookie quarterback so he, far. He's played more games with Trey Lance. Right. Started more games with Trey Lance. Right. He's just a little sample size too. Played a hell of a lot better than Trey Lance. Than Trey Lance, you exactly. Know, so, and more games than Trey Lance. That's so, so it's just like he's got the experience, he's got the dubs, and he's he still produce. So why Here, why why change that up in the off season? 
here's what I think is happening. And and it's some some people in our fan base, but with a lot of people in the NFL, because all of a sudden now, Brock Purdy is getting a bunch of hate. <laughs> there is it went from, oh shit, who is this guy? He's actually pretty good to he's overrated system quarterback. Andy Dalton could do what he's doing in Shanahan's office. Yo, 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 wh- who said uh, that? Who said that? Oh, I, oh I'm yeah. reading uh, comments hey, online, bro. Hey, hey, I am pointing. I'm reading. I am, <laughs> I am pointing <laughs> on the mic right now and poking it and say, who the fuck said that? <laughs> there is a huge... If Go on any NFL recent post of Brock Purdy and look in the comics and you're going to find a bunch of people that don't that that just think he's just a random dude. Oh, that's, that that's, oh sorry. All right, all right. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want that, to. That's like what I kind of what I was saying, but maybe not as harsh as fucking Andy Dalton. But like, yeah. I, I get what people are saying. Like, I mean, obviously, when you yeah. have McCaffrey, Debo, IU, Kittle, that line, that defense, obviously, you know, like the team. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the Baker Mayfield situation. Like I said, like Baker Mayfield that year that the Browns went to playoffs, won a playoff game, and went to the next round. Like the best year Baker had. Like look at that team. You had two stud running backs, a decent O line, Odell, Landry, Njoku, and then you had a solid defense. Like there's no way to. There's almost no way to fail. You know, right? And right. so, like, so I get what people are saying, but like, nah, bro. I've seen Purdy make a couple, like, okay, bro. There's like a minute on the clock, drive down the field and get there, or one, a couple of those throws where I'm like, bro, Dalton is not making that throw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dalton's not. Baker's not making that throw. Like, even Jimmy, <laughs> even Jimmy might have not made that throw. Not even Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I mean. And, and that's what I, I think. I think both things can be true. I think, yes, yeah, Shanahan has has schemed up a quarterback proof offense where he can win games. Sure, with you know, just name start naming quarterbacks. He could probably win games with them. It, are they going to look exactly like Purdy? No, I think Purdy is actually a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think both things are happening at the same time. He has a stacked offense with a great. A scheme behind him, but he's also really fucking smart. Yeah, his football IQ is really high, and I think he does two things really well. I think, I think that it factor that I'm seeing at least that where I'm like he has that it factor to him, and that it factor to me is high football IQ and the ability to consistently make the right decision. He's not perfect. He's not always gonna make the perfect play. But he consistently can. And yes, the system quarterback thing, sure. But I could put a highlight reel together in what, eight games that he's had where he goes off script and he's scrambling and his pocket awareness to me is elite. He can, he knows where to go to escape the rush and then deliver a ball down the field. We were not getting that from Jimmy. We were mm-hmm. hardly getting that from, from Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy gets happy. Jimmy gets happy feet when the rush is coming at him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy would do something that Kirk Cousins did uh, real quick. I'll just mention Kirk Cousins when he, when Kirk Cousins basically last play of the game for the game through that fourth and whatever short, because mm-hmm. he, he, as soon as he felt that D line about to get free, he panicked and threw that shit. And he even mm-hmm. said it after the game, like, Oh, I, I just thought I was going to take a sack there. So I thought I, I had to just get rid of it. 
and and give give you know Hawkinson a chance or whatever. He gave but, him no chance. <laughs> exactly, but Brock Purdy, and that's why he gets that name BCB because he is willing to hang in that pocket for that extra second, <laughs> even if that means hey, oh, yo. even. <laughs> Even, but that's what I'm saying. That's where it comes from. Because even if that means he gets lit the fuck up, he is willing to stand there and take Willie? it. Willie, <laughs> he's willing. <laughs> he said, Willie. <laughs> and um, and yeah, I think his greatest play of the game was an incompletion. It was an incomplete pass to Ayuk because Ayuk dropped it. But when you look at what happens on that play, don't tell me that you don't like if you were to insert Mahomes and have him do the exact same movements, the exact same throw. And let's say his receiver caught it fucking NFL and the fans wouldn't be jizzing all over it. Mm. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so I, I see a playmaker in Purdy and I think he is poised enough and he has that it factor where. He is going to take this job serious. And if you do want to make him a franchise guy, it would be a smart move. He has he has that it factor to be a franchise guy. If Trey Lance was playing like this and had the same QBR rating, same everything, same highlights, we everyone would be saying we found our guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So I just just because he was the last pick or whatever, it's like People want to justify it in their head. Like nobody that, especially a rookie, not just a rookie, but the last pick in the draft, nobody plays like that. And under that circumstances, a third string QB coming in and looking like that. And so they're waiting for basically for that fall off for like for him to revert to the 262nd pick and be like, okay, yeah. that there's the third string QB. I think what I, yeah. I, I what gives people this argument is because we saw Trey Lance this year, and then we see Jimmy this year, and then we see Brock Purdy this year, and you're like, hey, they went through three quarterbacks and are still able to win. You know, that's kind of what their their arguments are. I'm not saying anything about Brock Purdy, but I feel like that's what it, it, it gives this perspective that it's a system out in um, San Fran that any. Any quarterback can thrive with with the line, with the skill players y'all have and things like that. But what people fail to see is, you know, yeah, you have all this, but you're making the throws down the field rather than two-yard um, out route and let the playmakers right. do the rest. That's what people are kind of failing to see because you got to make those throws no matter what. To make defenses respect it exactly. and have to worry about it. Exactly, exactly. Have to execute it. Exactly. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, we already know they can win with Jimmy. Like, mm-hmm. That's not like nothing. That's and, not new news. Like, <laughs> oh, but here, but see, let, and, me, and, let and, me point and out. Lim- and that's a limited offense. It's not a fully, like, full playbook. Like, Jimmy has limited capabilities. So, yeah. you know, they were still able to win while not really. Um, Exploring all options, you could say, with Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and Brock Purdy makes the the simple, easy throws, and and that's the difference. Like, let me remind you, last season when we played you guys in the playoffs, there was a a drive where Jimmy could have iced the game, and we could have just ended it, and he missed a wide open Ayuk. Ayuk was wide open on the sideline, Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, Jimmy overthrew it. Mm -hmm. Purdy, Purdy makes that easy throw. 
And then we don't have to worry about it. We just move on. Yeah. You know? So I think he's much more polished, which is crazy to say, because he's a rookie and, and he can only develop from here, I guess. Well, Purdy did four you years know? in college, right? He did. He did all four. So, hey, there's something about people like quarterbacks really doing the four years of college where I have confidence in them. Like you can yeah, see, well, you can see that maturity in someone doing the whole four years. You you definitely get that experience and and the fact that they've had a lot of football. What's crazy is Purdy after his sophomore season was being talked about as a first round quarterback, a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. It's because he decided to stay mm-hmm. and do his junior and senior, and then his senior year wasn't his best season. Mm-hmm. So that was the last impression he left on scouts. Mm-hmm. They they thought oh maybe he peaked already and uh, defenses have adjusted and they over they overvalued him yeah. They, yeah yeah so so because his senior year was his worst year out of the four that was the last impression he gave scouts and that's why he fell out, out of mm-hmm. the draft but but he still had the skill sets mm-hmm. it was still there yeah interesting uh let's circle it back to the game real quick so we could finish it off um because we did talk about brock purdy this whole time yeah the yeah. seahawks came out fighting like i knew they would oh yeah yeah, and yeah. gino gino threw a dot to dk Straight dot. yeah uh, I, oh, no no the seahawks really you know even though the score might not look like it seahawks came to um, fight for the next round is just um. They were just outclassed, I would say, at towards the end. You know, you yeah. could, you could definitely tell who the better team was at the end of the game. Um, a lot of inexperience still when it comes to just overall team from the Seahawks, especially the defense. But um, kudos to the Seahawks. Kudos to Gino. Really. Um developing and maturing this whole season and really um shutting down all the doubters yeah no one gave him a playoff chance at all nope 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 and let alone leading at a half yeah <laughs> um, um but yeah, yeah. D, D, go ahead Dougie. um i was just gonna say that yeah G, uh gino had a great year i think the seahawks should i think he's earned another year behind that offense and just build upon that, you know, maybe a better line or, or just, you know, just see where he can go. Cause they still have a good running back. You know, Walker's a beast. You got Metcalf still, you know, yep. maybe, maybe get some more pieces in the off season to fix that defense and, you know, go from there. Cause I think Gino's done a, a, enough to earn another run at it. Yeah. Yeah. The defense, like, they're all young on defense and they're only going to get better from here on out. So, I mean, yeah, a few more pieces on defense, but let them all develop. And that defense is going to be nice. Um, as for the offense, um, yeah, just, just some better pieces at line. And I, uh, the, the Seahawks could be back again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Seahawks are the Seahawks. They'll be, they'll, they'll be fired for it every year. No. Pete Carroll. They'll be annoying. Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. As long as, as, as Pete Carroll's there, they always have a fighting chance, whether as a wild card team or sneaking the division. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Pete Carroll's there, all they're going to, yeah, this is a great, like, 
I guess this is their floor. Apparently, we thought their floor was going to look more like three and fifteen, yeah. but <laughs> this is their floor, so they can only really go up from here. And I, I'm kind of scared because we we can't just be good while the Seahawks suck. Like they have to be good at the same fucking time, and it's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. To kind of wrap this game up, I do want to mention really quick. I do think Niners get McCaffrey changed the whole their whole season. I think McCaffrey is the sole reason they look so good right now. That boy, I mean, don't get me wrong, Purdy, Purdy doing his thing, but hey, man, that boy McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey makes everyone's on job on offense easier for sure. Well, yeah, uh, good Niners win. Uh, they will be moving on, and we will talk about their opponent coming up in preview of that game. Moving on to the next game on Saturday was the game. Yeah, was the game nobody saw coming, but if you really know, you've seen it coming. <laughs> Chargers blowing a lead, and losing the game by one point, thirty to thirty-one. Four interceptions in the first half, four TDs in the second half. How we feel about this one, fellas? Please, please tell me you guys saw the Maurice Jones-Drew clip. What one? I did not. Oh my god! Okay. This okay. Is a quote. Hold on. Um, I don't know why I can't find. But anyways, this man at halftime. Maurice Jones-Drew says, the Chargers are up 27-7 to right now. The most Chargers thing they can do is let the Jaguars back into this game and have them win on a last-second field goal. I love it. <laughs> Even Maurice Jones-Drew knows what's up. And, and if you watch the Rich Eisen show, he said, and the Chargers are going to charge her. They're they're charging. It's an adverb now. <laughs> Webster Dictionary, baby. The great thing about this game was my favorite part about this game was nothing that even happened with this game. It was the the the, the like you said the charging becoming a known thing because it's a brand. My, my dad it's the watched brand. this game and at halftime he said this game's over. I'm gonna go to my friend's house. I said, Dad. I'm just saying, you know, I know it looks so, but <laughs> Chargers stay charging. Don't be surprised if the Jazz don't come back. Surprised. He said don't the Jazz are coming back. <laughs> he was sitting at the table playing Donald's with yeah. his friend, and I was like, hey, Dad, look at the TV. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what was the score at that time? Um, ja- I think Jaguars had just scored in – they were kicking. They were down. It was thirty to twenty-seven, or twenty-seven to thirty-nine, thirty. No, twenty-eight. It was thirty to twenty-eight, and they were kicking off to the Chargers. And I was like, "Yeah, oh. look." And he's like, "No way!" He's, he's, like, he's like, "Aaron, Aaron, they're down by a field goal." I was like, "I, Dad, Chargers, they Chargers, they charge." <laughs> they made Herbert go three. Now they got the ball back, and obviously they go for the field goal. And I said, "Dad." He said, "Yeah, I guess they charge her. I guess they charge her. <laughs> like, It's a brand. Understand it's, the term. <laughs> I don't understand why they chose this to be their brand of football. Yeah, I mean, whose idea after you're up twenty-seven to seven to 
keep on throwing the ball like that. It's one yeah. thing to throw the ball if it's like a third and long situation. But you, they kept on throwing it all downs. They said, mm-hmm. we are not going to hand the ball to Eckler to ice this game at all. Mm-mm. We're going to stop the clock. They said Eckler didn't make it to the Pro Bowl. He got snubbed. Let's snub him up the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, uh, hey, let's make sure he doesn't try to, you know, get more in his check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand when coaches do that when they have a big lead and they're just like, hey, they're just throw happy at that point. I think coaches think like, hey, we got this big lead and the office is doing so good. Let's just keep putting it on them. And it's like, Nah, bro, like, run out the clock at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know your brand of football. Run out the clock. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like one of those things. You're like, how? Why? But then you get mad, and you're like, you know what? You guys deserve this shit. You mm-hmm. you deserve this. You know? You, you, you guys deserve this. You punish your fans by mm-hmm. putting your fans through this bullshit. And they're still mm-hmm. heartbroken. That's the thing. They, the fans should already know that this is what they do. Yeah. You know, like, why get so excited when you know that they have this 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 joker in their back pocket? Right. Oh, my yeah, gosh. No, and I get it. They probably like, it's the Jaguars, though. But you guys are the Chargers, though. Yeah. It don't matter. It you don't know matter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, I, and the thing is, it's so bad to the point to where I feel like I don't even want to credit the Jags. Like, <laughs> you know what? You only credit the Jags of not stop playing. Yeah, for not giving up. Not I credit you guys for not giving up. Yeah. But I mean, like, did you really do it? Like, Chargers just can't <laughs> <it. laughs> so hey, We just yeah. want to score a couple touchdowns here. You guys can really have it, though. We just want to show off a little bit. Yeah, and, like, and uh, so apparently Joey Bosa was irate by the officiating. Oh, yo, he went off. Yeah. But at the same time, there uh, uh, there ain't no excuse of of losing. Yeah. Still, I, I I still don't see it. There is even plays during the game during the the comeback where penalties were in Chargers' favor, mm-hmm. and they still mm-hmm. won. Like there was a roughing the mm-hmm. passer call. I'm like, what? That yeah. that wasn't shit, and they still yeah. dropped the ball. I I I. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, no, Chargers, you, you can't do this as a brand anymore. Like it's just it, it's getting stale. It's to the point to where you can, some of us just knew. Like I said, I I knew coming in this game. I said it's not over till it's over. Like you mm-hmm. can't hundred percent count them out. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. No, I was I was on the same vibe as you. I especially when the Jags were able to sneak a touchdown in right before half mm-hmm. when they made it twenty seven seven. I was like, mm, this game might it's not <laughs> over yet. Mm, three possessions, two quarters. Yeah, um, we'll see. There's a chance. Like we'll see what happens. There's a chance. And so, um, I, at that point, um, I was just uh, for the second half, I was just checking, uh, refreshing my phone, checking updates. And I remember there would be like a, a chunk of time that would go by and I would check and, and the Jags were slowly creeping, creeping back in. Creeping. And I was like, oh, God, it's 
it's it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but there was a huge part of me also that wanted it to be different. Like I told you guys in our in our group chat, I wanted it to be different. I wanted Justin Herbert to taste a a playoff win. You know, Chargers to be somewhat relevant for finally. And then when when this happened, I am. There's only 31 teams to me in the NFL now. I'm there's done. I'm, so, I'm, I'm <laughs> beyond. I'm beyond done with this team. Beyond. I don't. I don't want to watch Charger games ever. I don't care if it's a playoff game. I don't care. I'm not watching a Charger game. I'm not. Yeah, they. Uh, they're pretty bad with it. <laughs> um, as for the Jags, I mean, it does hopefully wonders for. I don't know if I'll say wonders for his confidence because he did throw four INTs, but I mean, I get a playoff wins, gotta at least make you feel a little better about yourself. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, just a little. Um, big ups to Doug Peterson for turning around that organization, making it go from the booty grabbing, laughing stock of the league to the playoff winning, <laughs> destroying organizations, <laughs> hopes and dreams, Jaguar. <laughs> yep. Hey. Hey, I, real quick before we move on from this game, I gotta, I gotta tell you the funniest comment I read on this game. So, what, what, what's the name of the Chargers head coach? What, what's his first name? Brandon I know Staley. Staley. So, <laughs> they're talking about Trevor Lawrence's ratio, touchdown to interception ratio. It's like, damn, that's crazy. Trevor Lawrence went four for four, while Brandon Staley's gonna sell four by fours at Wendy's. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Bro, there's there's a lot of people gonna go into the fast food industry this weekend. Yeah. It said it said Cowboys kickers next week, and it was somebody at McDonald's flipping burgers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Jaguars move on, and they are now playing the number one seed, Kansas City. Um. We'll give you a little preview on that game later on. We're going to move on to our Sunday games, which started with... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We started with the Dolphins in the build, a good old classic um, AFC... Are they East? Yeah, AFC uh, East. AFC yeah, East. a good AFC East showdown. Dolphin Bills, Dolph. This was... The sloppiest high scoring game I ever seen, but Bills pulled it off thirty four to thirty one <laughs> in a yeah. game that nobody wanted to fucking win. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was yeah. the best way I could describe this game. This game was the most high scoring, sloppiest game I ever seen. It was uh, they were playing hot potato with the dub. You have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's coach calling timeouts at all the wrong time. Like, bro, can you? <laughs> oh man, there was there was some questionable time management issues this over the Hello weekend over, over over multiple games. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, for um, sure. Yeah, Bill coach made a lot of questionable calls this game. I feel like, um, yeah, they scored thirty four, but they did not look pretty. They got shut out in the fourth quarter. Um, you let Skyler drop 31 on you. The only pass that I kind of give the Bills is this is a divisional game, and Dolphins do always tend to play the Bills tough. Mm-hmm. Or Dolphins actually play everyone in their division pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, outside of that, like I said, Dolphins don't. I know the stats look good, but Bills just didn't look as crisp as they usually are. Um, yeah, we'll see how that changes next week because they're going to need to be crisp against their opponent. <laughs> we'll get into that a bit later. Um, what else you guys think of this game? So, what I thought about this game, Bills. For some reason, Bills turn it on for one half and then kind of play sloppy the second, whether mm-hmm. it's the first or the second half. You know, it doesn't really matter, but that's usually the vibe I, I, I get from the Bills. And it seemed like the second half of the season, they haven't been playing very crisp football like we've seen from them. Yeah. Um, I think it's not a good sign seeing this from the Bills because just because we haven't seen it consistently great game from them i would say um yeah um maybe just maybe um they turn it around at a place that wait no they're at home never mind forget what i was saying right there about playing a little bit better they're still in shitty conditions (laughs) (laughs) so um i don't know we'll we'll see um line needs to get better josh allen needs to be more crisp and um yeah that's what that's what i kind of feel about this as for the dolphins though um give it up for them because yeah everyone kind of wrote them off this week because they're playing with skylar thompson and they're able to make it a game i mean the first quarter wasn't looking too hot it was like 17-0 at one point and then the dolphins caused some turnovers to you know make halftime a different story and everything like that so they played all the way to the end um i want to say the coaching kind of dropped the ball on this one especially on the offensive side just because they had moments where you could utilize your playmakers they just weren't and then time management was bad on their on dolphins end too yeah so I mean that's all yeah. I that's all I got from this game because we were really going heavy with the Bills like Dolphins didn't have a chance but they did but they completely blew it at the end I felt I mean mm-hmm. the thing is here's the thing Tyler Skyler Thompson had a really great game it's just a lot of the receivers dropped the ball oh yeah Waddle Tyreek everyone all have big drops everyone fucking Gasecki. Man, there's a lot of drops in this game where Thompson threw the ball exactly how it needed to be. They just they couldn't hang on. Yeah. yeah. If you have two hands on it, you better catch it. Or you know. No, Waddle dropped a couple like Man, it was, it was, like, bro, there was bad on. there was a lot of bad drops that game where yeah, you, know, you, you had to look at the receiver. Um. So, real quick, two interesting things about Josh Allen. Uh, first, the first take is that people are saying Josh Allen is going to be the modern day Brett Favre. You're going to get spe- spectacular plays, and then you're going to get some boneheaded. Uh, no, he's way better than Favre. <laughs> yeah. Um. However, here there's there's a common denominator here. So this past off season, Josh Allen lost his quarterback's coach that he's had since his rookie year that has been developing him 
His name was DeBole. He went to the Giants. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah. Is, now de- who is now developing Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. And look at where Daniel Jones is. So Josh Allen's best years were with DeBole. And now he has now lifted Daniel Jones up to his highest level of play. So and far. Josh Allen so far, is over so here kind of struggling. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if, the, if we got to see multiple seasons moving ahead, but the bowl got replaced with former Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. I remember Brady. I, uh, he sounds very familiar. Like he's coached a lot of other um, QBs as well. Yeah, so that could explain somewhat of Josh Allen's uh, struggles or not crisp play. Or you know, he he did look a lot more crisp last playoffs, but it is just one game. We got to see how he he performs against the Bengals. Yeah, that's why I said I don't hold too much against him yet because. This is a divisional game against a division rival that does play them pretty hard. And, I mean, as harsh as we're being on him, I mean, he did throw for three touchdowns. So, I mean, like, he didn't, he didn't play horrible. It's just, you know, we expect the high tier of these Josh Allen Mahomes kind of players. Yeah. But, right. um, overall, a way better game than a lot of people had expected. Um, Dolphins had multiple chances to pull it off because Bills did not want to put this game away. Mm-mm. But in the end, they couldn't take advantage and came up short. And Bills are moving on. And we would talk about their opponent right – well, actually, one more game. Sorry, I took off my glasses and clean them. Couldn't see. <laughs> we got one more game before we get to their opponent. Um, our next Saturday game, which was – Giants and Vikings, and to nobody's surprise at all. I don't think anybody other than Minnesota fans were surprised about the Giants beating them. Other than the Viking fans. That's yeah, other than the Viking fans, <laughs> even though they knew in their heart. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Such um, a shame. Yeah. Giants beat yep. the Vikings. Vikings been one of the best teams, quote-unquote, in the NFC all year just to get bopped by <laughs> the bop. six seed Giants. Bop, bop, that was bop. an aggressive bop. <laughs> but, but yeah, well deserved. Well deserved. Um, I know it wasn't, you know, it's, it got to be frustrating. Like I said, as a Vikings, if I'm a Vikings fan, it just, it's frustrating, you know? Kirk Cousins it's, ain't that guy. No, he's not. And that's what I'm saying. And and NFL's me- if your goal is a Super Bowl, like getting to that final g- game and getting over the hump, the meta is your quarterback needs to be able to make plays off script consistently, consistently. Like mm-hmm. it, it the pocket isn't always going to be perfect. Especially the harder the defenses get, you're gonna get pressure. It's gonna come. You have to be able to make plays still. Yeah. And I don't think Kirk Cousins is that guy to do that. Just like a Jimmy G, like when the pressure's high that game, you're not going to expect so much production out of them or for them to be playing their best, yeah. you know? But the the elite ones are the ones that get it done. You'll be chasing them all fucking game and you're going to be pissing them off instead of the other way around, uh-huh. you know? So, I think, 
Sorry, sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say. So I, I think Kirk Cousins, similar to kind of how the Niners felt about Jimmy G, I think, I think you, you can safely say where his ceiling is landing you. Mm-hmm. He can only get you this far, but if your ultimate goal is a Super Bowl, you have to make a move. Yeah, you either have yeah. the best line, or this is what you deal with. Yep. This is what you're going to deal with, exactly. And I think if speaking about far, I think Kirk Cousins has the most Brett Far comparison. He's the most like he can have a yeah. great game and he can just have a shit game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with you. I can see that. Um, but yeah, uh, as a Vikings, I I just I think it's time to end the Kirk Cousins. Like like you said, you see as far as he gets you. I know he wins with you, but learn from the Niners. Niners, Jimmy G took him to the Super Bowl. Kurt ain't taken to the Super Bowl, and, and Niners were still willing to be like, yeah, this guy can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, take a yeah. page from their book. Part ways with Kurt, um, you know, maybe we'll get you Derek Carr or something. <laughs> or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the Giants, man, what a fucking season they've been having. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Right? Up and yeah. down. Um, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, uh, three NFC East teams were going to be in the um, – What's it called? Uh, divisional rounds, and one of them were going to be the Giants. I would have fucking laughed in your face. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, here we are, right? Here we are with Vanilla Vic at the helm. Crazy. Stop it. <sighs> Sorry, I sneezed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Someone's going to take over. I got this tease. It's you. It's um, you. Um,. <laughs> Let me talk about this game. Um, what we saw from the Giants is they have a really solid defense with a acceptable offense. Acceptable uh-huh. offense. Because that defense is really the reason why they beat the Vikings. Because obviously Kirk Cousins has his major flaws. And he wasn't really yep. able to connect with um, Justin Jefferson that game. Mm. So with that being said, um Vikings defense is very hit and miss. It's more below average, middle of the pack type of thing. So when you got Daniel Jones able to kind of mix it up with his legs and make the necessary throws he's gotta make, this this is the results you get from Daniel Jones. He threw yeah. over three hundred yards, two touchdowns, um his his rushing over over seventy five yards seventy eight. Um, yep. I just don't think they're they're kind of like the Seahawks to me. Where mm. against a against a team that we know they're gonna beat, they'll beat them. But mm-hmm. against a elite like one of the elite teams, one of the top tier teams, that's where they're probably gonna fail. Seahawks mm. Seahawks still put up a fight. But we they were vastly outclassed at the end. We knew yep. we, we knew who the Vikings were. That's why we didn't get that result. Yeah, we but, all knew who the Vikings were. But if the Giants go up against either the Niners, the Cowboys, or who they're going up against this weekend, the Eagles, they're gonna put up a fight. But 
they're, they're, they're just not comparison. Comparison. Yeah, there's no comparison. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I don't know if Daniel Jones is that guy. I still yeah, don't. Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't know where we're getting this Danny Dimes from. You know, um, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It buys, him, it buys him a year or two. It it really buys him a year or two after what they're doing this season. Yeah, I, I, no, he definitely buys himself another year. Because, you know, even the receiver situation is very questionable because injuries, lack of a number one present, because the, everyone's kind of pointing, like, are you the guy? Are you the guy? Are you the guy? Are you the guy? You know? We don't know. Yeah. So. I- I'll tell. I mean, I'll tell you what. If it wasn't for Daniel Jones' rushing ability, he wouldn't have a job. But I think mm-hmm. because he's able to provide both. And okay, you want to talk about system quarterbacks just looking good? Daniel Jones is the least. You can't use that argument on Daniel Jones. Look at who he had to throw to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and the man, the man made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And not just that, he won a playoff game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, you do have an elite running back in Saquon Barkley, but. Mm-hmm. When when your offense is so one sided like that, where you're you only really have true talent at the running back positions, it's easy for defenses to to just box it up and 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 stuff you. But mm-hmm. he had to throw to Richie James Jr. I mean, just now recently, Isaiah Hodgins is starting to emerge mm-hmm. as a good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, a couple other guys that were in and out of the rotation. Yeah, so, I mean, at one point it was Tony, but he was always quote unquote injured. Yeah. Exactly. He just wanted out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they got to find talent for Daniel Jones. They got to find him a true one. And only then you can really make a decision on who you, uh, what you got, you know, exactly. a real assessment. It's crazy to me that I still see a lot of people say that Dan Jones is the most underrated quarterback in the league. And I'm just like, <laughs> where? <laughs> where? <laughs> But I mean, who knows? I mean, he's so far short and proven, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm not seeing it. <laughs> maybe we're not that guy. Yeah, right. We'll see. Daniel Jones is still a question mark. But yeah. We'll see. We'll he, see because he has his toughest challenge next going against that number one Eagles at Philadelphia, um, another divisional game. So, you know, anything can happen in these divisional games. They all play each other hard, you know. So. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on to our final game on Sunday, which was another divisional game. Another hard hard rugged one. What do you expect when you get the Ravens? Other than a gritty ass game, you know? Gritty. Uh, we had a Space Jam stretch out that didn't work, and the game ended 24 to 17. And Bengals are advancing. Um, yeah, let's get to the elephant in the room. The play that the, the, literally the deciding play of the game was that goal mm-hmm. line play by Huntley. I yeah. don't know if that was, I don't know if that was the call to go up and under. I don't know if Huntley took it upon himself, but yeah, you weren't that close for that play. Put the ball in your arms, put your head down, and go in there. <laughs> That's Which what you do in like- that situation. There's so many questionable things about the whole thing. One, you didn't give J.K. Dobbins a shot at, that far out. It wasn't even at the goal line. Like, it was Mm-mm. still a, a long yard out. It was more like a yard and a half, almost two yards out. Yeah. And so you call a, a questionable QB sneak. Huntley then takes that QB sneak and does a questionable reach over. Mm-hmm. And not once did J.K. Dobbins get it. Nope. Mm-mm. 
So, man, it's crazy how how we see we see this though in, in these high state games that one costly mistake, one decision mm. can can lose you the game. Because mm. honestly, without that defensive touchdown, Bengals weren't scoring again. No. Ravens oh. Ravens defense shut that shit down. Shut that shit down. Down. Yep. They were yeah. going three and out, back to back to back. We could be talking about the Ravens moving on if that play don't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the to me, the more kind of sad thing about that play is it kind of takes away the game Huntley had. Huntley had a nice game that game. He played great. Mm-hmm. He, I want to say great, but he played good. He left it all out there. He left it all out on the field. Yeah, he tried his best. But yeah, in that situation, you, you got to read. You got to know where you're at. And that's not a go up and over at that situation or where the ball is spotted. You got to be a little bit more closer if you want to go up and over because of that happening. When you go up and over like that, the ball is exposed and anyone can punch it out, snatch it out if you're not holding on to that ball tight enough. So you have to be close to the goal line to when you do reach it over mm-hmm. and it does get a hit at, it's too late because you already reached yeah. over the goal line. <laughs> you instant, instantly touched it already. The moment yeah. it touches it, it goes over. But, yeah, he was too far out for it. Yeah, you were you were still almost a full yard short when you were coming down. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't yeah. know if that was a designed play call for him to go up and over or if he took that upon himself, but – yeah, that was the play of the game, literally. <laughs> and, it was and, rough. and it was like almost destiny because it landed straight in the defender's hand, like literally straight in his hands. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he's like, I guess I'll take it. Yeah. Um, he's like, fuck, I got to sprint 100 yeah, yards fuck. now. <laughs> he's like, fuck, fuck I got to sprint me? this whole field. <laughs> me? It's me, fuck. I guess fuck, it's me. It's I got he, he, he was on the tank after that. He was um, on the oxygen tank. Um, I would mention before though, Bengals did not like the sharpest this game again. Some of these games this weekend for me are hard to judge. Kind of like, are you guys not looking sharp, or is it just divisional game? Because no, this is a, divisional. there's another two divisional. teams that play each other tough. You know what I mean? It's in. You could say Bengals didn't look sharp, but I mean that's what Ravens do when they play the Bengals. <laughs> it's it's no co- coincidence when you look at all the division matchups in the wild card weekend. It, it was tough. It was tough for the favorite team. Yeah, like you you see, it's the third time you've seen the, these guys. They they know how to play you. They know yeah, where exactly. your, what your strong points are. They know what your weaknesses are. Like there's no surprises anymore. And on top of that, it's the extra motivation of we want we want to make them go home. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a double victory at that point. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I can judge more, especially these two teams that we said look kind of flat and Bills and Bengals. I can definitely judge clearer picture when it's not a divisional game next week mm-hmm. when it's these two teams playing against each other. We're finally going to get this game. Um. That we uh, didn't get to have in the regular season um, for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, we're going to get to see these two teams, these two juggernauts. And we said it, I think Francis said it months ago in the pod that we're going to get Bengals, we're going to get Bengals, KC, Bengals, Bills, Bengals, I mean, Bills, KC. One of those two teams is getting knocked out before the final round, before you go to the um, Super Bowl. So. 
here's that game. One of these two teams are playing KC because I will run down my street butt naked if Jaguars beat Kansas City. <laughs> At this point, I would even double down on it, brother. I, you never know. These Jaguars are something else. These Jaggies. <laughs> these Jaggies. Got to be careful with the Jaggies, Dougie. Mm-hmm. Be careful with the Jaggies, Dougie. You don't want to make them They're going to get you arrested, bro. I, I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> So please take away that bet, please. <laughs> please undo the bet. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but um, yeah, big game next week. These two teams, like I said, we'll do a little mini preview uh, after we discuss this last game. Um, before we move on, it's going to be big off season. We're going to see what Lamar is going to be doing. I know Lamar's taking a lot of heat right now for not playing, but I actually commend him not playing because he shouldn't play. Don't go out there and further risk an injury for a team that hasn't even fucking paid you yet. When you deserve to be paid. Deserve. Deserve to be paid. You know? So. Exactly. We'll see how that goes in the offseason. You know, the Buds and Sports always, even after football, keep you updated with the juicy, juicy NFL details. So. We'll see how that plays out. Um, moving on to our final game of Super Wildcard Weekend, we had the boys taking on the Buccaneers on a Monday night playoff game, and the boys showed up and made Brady look older than he's ever looked before. Yes, <laughs> in a thirty-one fourteen win. Um, Dominance yeah. early. I think Cowboys played a. Nearly perfect game. This is how they should play. Great play calling. Um, like we said about the Chargers and the Chargers throwing too much. I thought Cowboys were going to do that because we we did it against the Jags and we're known to do stupid shit. And I was like, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it just be such a Brady esque uh, thing for him to come back? You know, but Cowboys did a smart thing. Gave it to Zeke and Pollard. Even when they did throw, they actually made a couple really good. Throwing play calls that even had me like applauding. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Schultz was heavily involved in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going to be key going down. Uh, they try to get CD involved early, but a couple of drops and they kind of like stayed away from him. And they went back to him, but he got his. Um, really, the ball got spread. I mean, Gallup ate, TY had a couple catches, Schultz had catches. Uh, our other tight end, I forget his name, Ferguson. Right? He had a big like catch. Yeah, he had a big catch. So, ball, the offense really got spread around. Zeke and Pollard both got to eat and do their thing, and it was honestly a complete game offensively for the Cowboys. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you tell about that good old defense, buddy? Uh, the defense put pressure on Brady for once. Yeah. I mean, only two sacks though. I wish I saw a little bit more for Brady throwing it 66 times, but, um, we minimize, we minimize the big plays, which finally, finally we were able to do something <laughs> like that. Um, Cost of turnovers, you know. Oh yeah, get ready his first interception in the red in zone. The red yeah, zone. in the red zone. Yeah, that was that was that was a nice little touch right there. But mm-hmm. um, other than that, the defense I I thought played all right. Now the the only thing that was bad about the defense, which you kind of can't prevent, but it's just bad to see it. 
we are getting we're getting banged up at least in the secondary the secondary is really banged up right now yeah not not, not good not good we're we're running thin we're picking off people um off practice squads right now so um not good not good on that end um um we'll see we'll see how it goes from from here on out because yeah yeah i think the only thing that helps us with that situation is that our d-line is so good that maybe we can put pressure on quarterbacks and force them into making bad decisions to help those guys back there Mm -hmm. how many starters went down um in the back i know one did for sure because xavier rhodes had to come in and i was like this guy again i'm gonna be honest uh, i didn't know we signed xavier rhodes that's yeah, crazy i didn't right know he was on the cowboys either <laughs> yeah i had no idea so so here's the here's the thing um jay uh i want to say jay um jaylen curse jay J- um, yeah, yeah curse yeah curse went down um we're already thin at cornerback because um, as much as we slandered Anthony Brown, he tore his, he tore his Achilles. So, um, oh, so like a few weeks back. So we've been kind of, you know, going through the, a few more cornerbacks right now because um, shit, I think even Bland is injured too because I saw some cats that I wasn't really familiar with. Uh, obviously, Xavier Rhodes came, came in. Um, Oh, I can't think of his name right now, but um, it was an interesting last name. I'll, I'll tell you that. But yeah, mm. we're we're running really thin in the secondary, which is already our um, weakest overall position, I would say. Yeah. So um, hopefully, we could provide a a scheme that um, that our D line gets to the quarterback quick enough. So mistakes could happen. Yeah. I'm thinking if the D line could get them quick enough, we play more zone. To be honest, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's kind of hard to risk um, playing man to man when um, you you don't have the the typical personnel that we usually have. So yeah, I mean, we'll too, we'll see from there. Yeah, like I said, not to get too far ahead, I think man to man wouldn't work against a team like the Niners, who have a lot of very speedy players that can work against the man-to-man. Um, what was going to say? Um, but the thing that I think is going to save us is, like I said, our D-line and Dan Quinn being a pretty solid defensive coordinator and knowing where to put some of our players. Um, but, yeah, Cowboys looking good. As for the Bucks, uh, yeah, did not look great. Brady looked Frustrated and under duress all night. Uh, Fournette wasn't really there. Um, they didn't even give him the ball like that. That's why. Yeah, I mean, remember yeah, like I said, it wasn't 60, his fault. Hey, hey, sixty-six times they passed. Yeah, they really. Right. They the thing is, they really should have slowed down the game. Not only for Brady's sake, but for the keep the Cowboys from scoring. Yeah. Yeah. So. The question now becomes the question we're going to be hearing all fucking off season is what is Tom Brady doing? Uh-huh. Is he retiring for real this time? Is he going to come back? Is another team going to sign him? We don't know. We're not going to get too much into it here on the Buzz of Sport because, you know, that's a topic. It's playoff time. 
yeah, it's a topic for another day, but that is something to keep an eye on this offseason. <clears throat> so, with that, Cowboys, very emphatic W. We now have our divisional round set, and we are going to get a very good four set of games. Saturday, we're going to have Jaguars taking on the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and then we're going to top the night off with Giants and Eagles. Um, what do you guys think of these games, these Saturday night games? I think the Chiefs handle business. And I think the Giants can sneak it. Yeah. Can sneak it? I think I think the Giants can sneak it and I think there's their Cinderella story ends in the NFC championship. Mm. Not bad. Um I think I think the I think I think if the Giants defense shows up makes it a very grindy game where you're pretty much banking on field goals winning your winning that game. I think that's the type of game that the Giants can win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but it really depends how that D-line uh, shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Jags put up a fight in one quarter. Yeah. But um, as for the Giants' yield game, it's going to be really close. Um yeah, they got a bye week, which really helps them out, and it could help them out in the long run. But um, Eagles had trouble with um, a Giants team that was out without Daniel Jones and without Saquon. Mm-hmm. So, just mm-hmm. saying. Just saying. Divisional games, you don't want a division game in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really evens out the playing field. Exactly. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, I think Chiefs come out and go up early. I think it looks like one of those games that are dead. And then Jaguars try to make that second half comeback. The only difference is they're not going against the Chargers. They're going against the Chiefs. So mm-hmm. it's going to work. Um. As for the Giants game, I do see this being a close, gritty game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends because, for some reason, the Eagles and Giants love to have those wacky, wild endings. So I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends some kind of, like, maybe a a Hail Mary or a a kickoff return, something crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think this is going to be the game of the day. Um, Or, honestly... (coughs) uh, yeah, the game of the day. Yeah, not the game of the weekend. Fuck that. Two more better games tomorrow. Um, but I do. Ah, I can't see Giants pulling them off. I, I think Eagles take this game. Um, it, this playoff te- taught me that anything can happen. I mean, anything can happen. <laughs> this mm-hmm. season taught me anything can happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our Sunday games are the big juicy games. I would say we have. Bengals, Bills, and if it's in the night, we have Cowboys taking on the Niners. What a great day of football that day. Uh, um, If you're a football fan, you love Sunday. All right. We got two high-flying offenses in Bengals and Bills. Uh, What do you guys think of that game? Bengals and Bills. Bengals and Bills. I think it's going to be a classic. Um, I think... 
I think we're going to get an OT game out of OT, these two. OT. One of these. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which one it'll be, but I think one of these does go to OT. It is going to, uh, one of these is going to be an ep- epic nail biter for sure. One of those crazy yeah. games. But, uh, B- Bengals and Bills, I think, I think it really might be this one. You know, you're going to have great quarterback play. Um, obviously, you know, there's, they, they haven't really seen each other like that because that game ended early, you know, so there is opportunity to, to pretty much pull out the trick plays in this yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I think yeah. I think I think we it is primed to be somewhat of a crazy game, Bengals and Bills. I I I say we we get the game that we were supposed to get that Monday night. You know how everyone before before what happened basically going up to this game is comparing the Bills and the the Bills and the Bills and the Chiefs game, or was it the yeah. Bills and Chiefs game? We're gonna get something like that. I feel. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, that game was wild. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. I do think it's going to be one of those classic games. Uh, one of these teams are going home with a salty L because these are two great teams. Salty. Yeah, <laughs> these are two great teams that are meeting way earlier than they should. But what are you going to do? Because you still have Casey in the mix. So mm-hmm. one of these teams had to go home early. So ah, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be tough to see one of these teams leave the playoffs. Um, yep. As for the Cowboys Niners, it's gonna be another classical. Um, ah, I don't know how this game's gonna go. There's... Revenge. Oh, man. Yeah, I hope we get some revenge. Yeah, everyone's calling the revenge tour for the Cowboys. Revenge. Purdy look ugly. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll yeah. see, because it seems like Niners always seem to have our number, especially as of lately. Uh, but if if Purdy would have a bad game, it would be against the Cowboy because of the D line. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what though. I think the winner of our game, the Cowboys and Niners, is your Super Bowl contender for the NFC side. Yes, because I yeah. I think what's gonna happen. I think I'm gonna stick by. It. I think the Giants sneak it. I think they pull a pull an epic upset on the Eagles. They get to the NFC Championship, and like Spuddy said, they're not gonna beat the Cowboys or the Niners. Yeah, so, um, I do think our our Super Bowl contender is coming out from this game. This is the NFC Championship so, game, really. Yeah. This, this is the real NFC Championship game. Right here. <laughs> I like I like where your mind's yeah. going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I do think this game is going to come down to um, Dallas's. I think this game is going to come down to the D lines and O line. What which which team oh. can get to the quarterback and which team can protect the quarterback? The trenches are going to be lit. Yeah, the trenches year. are going to be lit. Both teams have solid D lines. <laughs> yeah. game, your your O line is going to get beat up. Our D line is going to get beat up, and the then, then is, our O line is going to get beat Niners up. Niners do have the advantage <laughs> when it comes to the O line because our O line's just riddled yeah, right now. taped and band-aid together. Riddled. Um, <laughs> they've been doing a great job for being taped and band-aid mm-hmm. together, but they got a big test this weekend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know how Bosa comes. 
But a lot of people are looking at this as the deciding factor for defensive player of the year in Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa because it's like who's going to show up in prime time? Yeah. Who, who who's going to show up on a on a elimination game because that separates you from star to superstar. Mm-hmm. When you're showing up on these big stage games and it's the last one of the weekend, the night game and yeah. both fan bases are the biggest fan bases in the league. Uh, millions of people are going to be watching this game. Oh yeah. A lot no, of people. It's going to be lit this game. It's going to be disgusting. Gonna be lit. They're gonna be it's going to be disgusting. <laughs> I, I, got, I got knots in my stomach for this game. <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, I, I can't tell if I'm excited, nervous, scared. I want to throw up. All of the above. above. All, the above. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Um, but yeah, that was Super Wild Card Weekend for you. A little preview of the divisional rounds. Uh, you know, the Buzz and Sports Channel is going to be here with Rock and Lee to do these playoffs. Um, one next time you talk to us because we have no DraftKings episode. Uh, NBA, maybe this week, if not this week, for show next week, we'll get one in. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, like as I always say, keep your notifications turned on so you know when we do drop episodes. Uh, mm-hmm, make sure you mm-hmm. hit those follow buttons. Um, follows, follows, Because next time you talk to us, Someone's crying. So yeah, I'm about to say one of these, one of these two van bases are salty. So <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, a lot of salt uh, next episode. Let us salt next episode. We hope you guys' team is still in it. If not, uh, we're Wee! sorry. Unless you're a Green Bay Packers fan, we're happy. Hey, <laughs> uh, let's go Lions. Yeah. You guys stay safe out there as always. We are your favorite sports channel. We are the Buzzin' Sports. He's Steven. I'm Francis. And he's Dougie. And we are Unlimited.